Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the quantum realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. I am so excited to be here with Meg Benedicte. Meg, hello. Welcome. Oh, hi, Lorenz. It's great to be here with you and everyone who's joining us. We'll have a, a stimulating discussion here today. <laughs> yes, we will. Now, Meg is really down to earth, everyone, a down to earth Ascension way shower. And the information that she brings through is so spectacular. She works with global activations at all the celestial gateways, um, really taking us to zero point so we can really anchor to the new earth grid and bring new earth here. We're going to talk more about the new earth timeline, get really down to specifics. Mm -hmm. It's not um, a woo-woo fairy tale. It's a frequency. And we're going to talk about how we really, what needs to be done to really anchor it and live it. So Meg, with that, I just want to say, can you believe that here we go? Let's take a look at this calendar. Look at that number. These are the 222 codes. And that is a feeling of powerful creation with the divine feminine energies, Yes, but also the fours, the 222. And well, there's fours in there. And threes and all that good stuff, but it's a foundation, a new foundation of love in the divine feminine qualities. That really is what we need for new earth, isn't it? It is. And, and it's, um, I'm not, you know, a numerologist, but when I read some of the, the great uh, posts that are, they're putting out there, they describe that the ones are as more masculine. And, you know, we just finished, you know, going through, uh, the thousands and now we're in the two thousands as far as time and numerology and centuries and all and it is it's it's the it's the and it's been kind of rough the last 20 years right because we're, we're segueing out of uh, uh, a dominant uh, hierarchical patriarchy uh, uh, system into whatever this new more feminine balanced system will be and i think that's where we're feeling called to contribute to that like let's be part of the midwives you know that are birthing whatever is going to be this more feminine balanced system in the twos and of course next year is such a powerful year with because we have you know february 2nd and we have february 22nd I and mean, we have two big two 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 gateways you know and also amazing the 20th of february the two yeah uh, i mean you're right so many i was looking at them that's a powerful month that's a powerful month that's and probably the most powerful month ne next year it really sets the year doesn't it it really sets the year i mean mm -hmm. i just get um goosebumps thinking mm -hmm. of it and i love talking with you about it because it, it, when we talk about new earth and the new ways of doing things and bringing in the aspects of the feminine compassion, I mean, doesn't that just want to make you cry when yeah. we look at these prospect, uh, prospects, nurturing, uh, caring, cooperation, receptivity, there's going to be new ways of collaboration. There already has been mm -hmm. in so many ways. 
that, you know, I know many don't like to watch the mainstream news, but if we could flip it and use it for an awareness of new earth, there are signs of new earth. And I'm sure that we can do that with social media outlets. We can read between the lines and start to see some good things happening. I saw some good things happening with science and the so, uh, the coral reefs and wow. what's being done to help nurture. And, um, you know, with all of this, it's really wonderful. Yeah. So yeah. can you explain to us really the new earth timeline, the way that you see it and how we can really uphold or become ah, soul embodied to really bring it. Mm-hmm. Okay. A couple things. Uh, we're, we're talking about moving from a hierarchical. So this think of it like a pyramid. We're leaving the pyramid where there's always someone in charge that's dominant at the top. This is we're seeing it even here in America with the, the 1% that has all the wealth and power and they're controlling everything. So we're moving away from a, a masculine dominant hierarchy to a circle. We're going into more circular communities, creating circular connection, collaboration, there's no one who is dominant than the other. So that feminine energy, of course, is what we see even in, in sacred geometry is more of the circle. Um, I started getting guided. Uh, I work uh, very closely with Archangel Metatron and I started getting guided to focus on this newer timeline. It was around, is like over 20 years ago. And I formed the my website, Newer Central, uh, and, 2002. So it's been 20 years of just folk. That was it. Like all my focus went to this new earth. And when I first started having any kind of connection to it or or visualizing it, it was still in the quantum field. It was not earthbound yet. You know, it was still think of it was kind of like an idea, you know, it was a concept. It was a possibility, but it hadn't been able to uh, really anchor in to the earth plane because of that hierarchical system had control over even the collective mind. You know, it had, it was, we call it, you know, the matrix, but it was basically controlling the planet or locking even, I even saw even the entry earth gates all locked down. It was like you either coming into the matrix or you're not coming into the earth plane. And so we had to go from conceptual to begin to um, work on a hologram that would become eventually this new earth timeline. So many of the, of the new earth way showers and the ascension teachers and all, and just the, even just going into meditation yourself and starting to seed this hologram of uh, a completely different system, the, the circular feminine system. Um, I even had a, I had a membership I started in 2008 and we would meet every month and see that system. And that eventually evolved into the monthly activations I do now in the gateways, but it wasn't, it was, it was forming, you know, think of it like it was in the gestation period during the, from 2000 to 2012. Like that was really where we were, we were very, it was a very creative process of envisioning and uh, in, in, kind of in, inserting in uh, really high consciousness of how this we saw and were guided to form this new earth hologram. Then in, um, in 2012, we 
had the most powerful solstice, you know, 12, 21, 2012. And that's when I was already there in Mount Shasta. I was guided to work on Mount Shasta, the earth chakra of the earth plane. Um, other people think it's uh, other chakras, but of the of our earth plane, it is the earth chakra. And so we had to ground it to the earth chakra to get this timeline to come from the ether, right? You know, from the quantum level down into literally the physical earth plane. So I spent five years there from 2012 to 2017 up on the mountain, all by myself, working with the archangels, you know, and doing a lot of, uh, transference from the higher uh, etheric into the physical earth chakra to get this thing grounded in. I was not alone. There was other, um, I saw them doing their own kind of silent, you know, isolated work as well. We all were there, you know, whoever was supposed to be there were, were guided there in 2012. And, and we did quite a bit of um, uh, uh, work there. Uh, but on December 21st, that solstice of 2012, I was, I took a big group who were able to manage getting up in the snowstorm and we pushed our way up the mountain as far as we could go where the roads were completely covered in snow. It was a big blizzard happening that day. And we formed the circle and we started the grounding process. And during that magical day, I saw the matrix unlock. So what does that mean? It means that it, whatever was the, the, over over dominant control system it like the screens went blank the, the thing unlocked and that was like the happiest day i've ever had where i'm like okay now now we have a chance now we can actually do this and so that's when we began to pull in uh this hologram to become more earthbound and so from 2012 to 2019 Think of it like we had, in a way, two parallel timelines running on this planet. One was still very low, dense, and patriarchal and dominant. And this new one was still kind of getting its legs, right? You know, it was still, still rather etheric, but it was, it was starting to kind of stair-step down into the earth plane. But on December 12th, 2019, 20, um, 2019 is a 12. You add that all up, you get to a 12. We had a very rare 12, 12, 12 gateway. So this is 2019, December, right when the pandemic begins. Okay. And this is where that new earth timeline, the bifurcation happened and it landed and it has been in. So I guess me chill. So that's two years. You guys, it's been here available, opening and accessible for two years since 12, 12, 12. And it's of course a very different frequency than what we're used to, what we were born into in the older timelines. So we've got, I always see them kind of like, like highways, you know, this newer timeline is a big global highway. And then we also have our personal timelines or think of that as like your own little private highway in the big highway. Okay. That's how I see them kind of as, as, um, paths of light or, or trajectories into the future uh, space time. So we, so that big one landed and it's here and it's grounded and it's open. Now, how do we get into it? We don't really access it from our human self. Our human self is in the old one. So this is where we go through this uh, pretty miraculous process of ascending into higher frequency, getting you know, really um, 
clearing out our own density and trauma and memory and karmic lessons. You know, it's a, it's a, it is a transmutation process of our own lower density so that we're able to transform this vessel to become a light body for the soul then to descend down and in. So we ascend up through all that transmutation process and then we begin to descend the soul back down and in. And this is a, it's a unification process that's happening with both masculine and feminine, human and soul, time and space. Like everything is starting to, well, if you work it, you have this opportunity to become uh, a divine human, be able to literally embody your timeless essence, your divine essence, your master soul presence. And that's when things start to really change. That's when things start to shift because then your soul is, is building super radiance in your heart center. You're starting to see through the eyes of the soul. And that's when I really began to see the new earth timeline here. I had to, I had to, I had to shift from kind of the lower egoic human uh, viewing to the, the higher self soul eyes of the soul and be able to see it. And then the soul pulsing in the heart, I'm able to then uh, access that timeline, access the fifth dimensional timeline and higher. It is a feeling field uh, of love, love vibration. It's a really high frequency. So we have to be pulsing with our own soul embodiment in our heart center. And that opens the gateway to the fifth dimensional um, field and this new earth timeline. So that means not a lot of people are in there yet. <laughs> it's still, you know, it's still pretty new and it's starting to get populated, but it requires going through this uh, transmutation process to be able, and the embodiment process to be able to get into it. Once you're in it, everything changes because now you aren't locked down in that hierarchical, you know, top-down system anymore. It opens you to all possibilities in the quantum field. So it's a very creative field. Uh, it's a very um, stimulating, inspiring, conscious field. And so you don't feel limited. You uh, feel very, very hopeful because now you aren't locked into anything anymore. You can, right, you can start to... Um, begin to manifest what matches your soul heart, your soul blueprint, your soul purpose, your soul destiny. And also it isn't in the, um, you know, that hierarchical system is not an equitable system, right? It's it's only a few have all the, 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 the resources and the, the, the wealth and the power. And so the newer timeline is, uh, in unity consciousness. So everybody has access to this unlimited abundance of our universe. So then you aren't in fear anymore. You aren't in survival. You aren't, you aren't in, um, you know, you aren't even in so much an anxiety of the uncertainty of what's happening on the planet anymore, because you're accessing something that is so far greater than what we're seeing happening down here in the, with the lower uh, old timeline. So I, as you can see, I can talk on this forever. So yeah, I'll stop there. Do you have any questions? <laughs> oh, yes. Or if our Zoom audience has any questions, please let us know. Yes. <laughs> okay. So that's beautiful. Really seeing everything from a higher frequency, that really takes an, 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 um, what is it? an astute awareness True. to 
feel, I mean, lately I've noticed when, I mean, I've, I've been noticing even in my body when anxiousness comes up mm -hmm. and the, the work you say, if you do the work to become mm -hmm. the divine human, really what you're sharing is that doing the work means to feel into this in your body in such a way and just to yes. be really present right yes. and then when you feel the fear or you feel the shame or you feel the trauma you acknowledge it and i just kind of lock my focus into wherever i'm feeling it and i just bring it into the light and it immediately begins to change and dissolve and transform so this is how we as light workers are literally using the light to transmute our own pain and suffering and and shadow and then we also are doing it out into the collective field as well. It's partly why we're here. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we mentioned, you know, um, again, some can't even stomach looking at the news. But again, when we say flipping it, we can use that as our homework or our light work mm -hmm. or just mm -hmm. following the intuition. You, you knew this going to Mount Shasta. As we move on in our conversation, what is it about Mount Shasta that's so important here? I mean, we know the Telosians. I know it's, yes. it's the Lemurian connection. The Lemurian connection. It's it's and it's literally pulsing in the land. That it is a it is a part of the ancient Lemuria, uh, which also then links you up to Sirius and the dolphin whale community. I mean, this is a, it's a very fertile and it's the earth chakra. So nothing can really take root, take hold into the earth plant unless it's there at Mount Shasta. Now, when I moved there in 2012, oh my Lordy, there was a lot of opposition there, astral opposition there, did, did not want this newer timeline to take hold. So I experienced quite a lot of pushback on it. And it would be what I would call either fallen angel presence or archon presence like this, this, they were not going for this at all. So those of us who were called there, we just had to hold really strong. And with the focus, and of course, we had all the archangels supporting us to continue anchoring it in and cleaning up that earth chakra from where it had been. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, all the gates got controlled, all the gates got, uh, hijack so this is where the light workers come in and they clean up these chakras if you've ever been called to glastonbury or uluru or wherever you've been called to any of these earth chakras or sacred sites uh stonehenge you know the pyramid giza anywhere these sacred sites are used to be frequency generators we're coming in and we're cleaning it up and turning them back on to their full potential to shift this grid from being a, what this what this grid and matrix has been doing is it's been locking souls into a reincarnational recycling system that has not allowed us to return home to our original star system. So think of it as you you incarnate, you come in through these hijacked gates, you incarnate into a human body. Once you transition, instead of going home, you get recycled in the 4D astral plane and come back in and reincarnate back in. And every time you reincarnate, a bit of you is decomposing into devolution. This has been a trap, this planet for, well, since Atlantis. So this is also why we're here. And that was what was so exciting on uh, the solstice of 2012, that thing unlocked. And so now 
the gates are starting to open back up so we can come in and out without being trapped into a reincarnational recycling. That I think is one of the biggest pieces of this ascension process that not too many people are talking about. We, when we clean up our karmic history, we clean up our karmic lessons, um, it's called the karmic wheel or incarnational wheel. As you go into your timelines, you clean it up, you resolve it, you heal it. The wheel seals and it lifts out and you are liberated from that system. This is then, and I notice when this is happening is when the wheel releases, our human reptilian hybrid code unlocks and releases with the wheel and your own starseed code starts to, un it really begins to activate forms as i say you're from pleiades it forms a pleiadian human hybrid code as long as you're in a physical human body and eventually as you get to the point where you're fully embodying the soul you're you are reaching your time of transition then you go fully to pleiadian code and you're able to return back to your star system this is huge what's happening right now and this is what the newer timeline is allowing us to accomplish wow okay I want everyone who just listened to that to go back and watch this again, because that was a lot there. Yeah. Now, okay, so we have to clean up our karmic history. Yeah. And you mentioned uh, 2019 and this new um, gateway opening for the newer timeline. Yeah. How in the world, you know, um, um, how in the world can you say or uh, um, compare the coronavirus I mean, what is the relevance there? Well, from that higher perspective, because it's we're a big seeing, deal. Yes, you know we're seeing the corporate liberation. Do you know that that, that many people? I heard some um, someone quote seventy percent may not go back to the corporate workforce, or in the office in the building. Right. So now there's going to be buildings that we don't need anymore. We might not need. So this is um, an incredible opportunity. Some could see it as despair or you know maybe the dark taking over fascism mm -hmm. or whatever mm -hmm. but this is really mm -hmm. an opportunity can you share more on the coronavirus perspective and its role yes well i got coronavirus very early in february 2020 i was traveling to la for the conscious life expo and the whole hotel was full of coronavirus and so all of us got sick what i noticed over the months since i got it so all through last year is that virus was decomposing that human reptilian hybrid code. Like I was like, oh my God, this thing, yes, you feel like shit because it's decomposing everything, but it was also part of this liberation from the genetic reengineering since the Atlantean uh, uh, collapse. And so it is on a higher level, helping liberate us from the matrix control and the and the um, devolution of the reptilian human hybrid into just a double helix like we're as this all decomposes and unlocks it's allowing uh, up to our 12 crystalline dna to activate so yes it's it is also in a way uh mirroring because you know it, we're in the we're in the quantum field so there's the mirror effect. So everything that is running in us is being mirrored back to us, right? In the astral plane. And so it's mirroring our own virus, like our own fear, you know, our own despair, our own hopelessness is mirroring where 
our own viruses running through us, be it a mental virus or an emotional virus or however, we see uh, the conspiracies running through the new age community that is a mental virus. It's helping illuminate all of that, like a big spotlight on anywhere we are out of balance and we are not embodying the soul and we are still being run by the human ego shadow, you know? So it's, it's, it's a reckoning in a sense, like once the um, newer timeline landed on 12 to 12, so in the beginning of the pandemic, it landed, then it, I found through this process, whenever that really high light gets in that really high consciousness, it gets in, it pushes up to the surface whatever is out of balance and so that's what it's doing as well it's it's pushing up to our awareness it's shining a spotlight on our the collective shadow as well yes the collective shadow and as you mentioned this is we're we're cleaning up the karmic history yes of that and boy there's a lot of clearing going on and um you know i want to highlight you said you resolve it because it's not they or someone else resolving it within no. them because this is is within us if it's triggering us inside then that means that that is within us and so boy we need to be very gentle with ourselves right and yes it's a be, healing crisis in a way yes be there calling that feminine to help you with the compassion and the and it you know it really kind of moving more into an allowance okay, here it is. I, I just accept, acknowledge this is, this is some, something I need to transmute something I need to heal and resolve instead of, you know, trying to fragment out and push it away and deny it. It's really in a way, let's give ourselves that love and compassion as we go through this healing process. So then this is all really good news. Yes. Um, and so can you explain more on bifurcation and what that means? Because we're still, it's not like, it's not like um, people are just going to go away and disappear. No, it's, no, maybe it's more of a surrender to love where humans just get the no brainerness <laughs> of love, the power of love, just like throw our arms up and surrender to love and truly know that what if, what if there's nothing wrong? If, again, if we can see from those eyes, we're going right. to go on a, a, an activation with you to help us maybe get there a little bit closer, but I, then this is good news. This, so when you yeah. see, so like the old patterns, we're all still going to be here, but the old patterns of that hierarchy is going to be replaced. I would yes. love, I thought December 21st, 2012 would be a snap crackle pop of- <laughs> the shift. And I actually got depressed. I came home oh. from Peru and I was depressed for a while, but then I pulled myself up by the bootstraps. And here we are, because I realized, hold your vision of new earth. And we can feel yes. the power of that. Right. Yes. Cause yes. the field is very receptive. So, you know, why let the negative negative fill the field? Let's pulse into the field what we want, which is stream that love vibration, put your visions of the new earth in there. Really, let's flood the field with the positive uh, visions and intentions. So that, as I mentioned with light, light dissolves the shadows. So the more that we just even 
you know, every day, just pull some light into the field that helps to minimize what is this dark presence that's been controlling the planet, you know, whatever this consciousness is or unconscious, really more unconscious. So, you know, we're flooding it with light and it gets weaker and it dissolves. And right now we are in kind of the global healing crisis where it feels uncomfortable and all, you know, all your junk is up and, and you can't hide from it. And that's where we're at. All, all our, all our ugliness is, is up for everyone to see and deal with instead of trying to, you know, bypass it or, or split out from it, flood it with love, flood it with light. Let's, let's tra transmute it quickly here. We don't have to draw this out. Yes. So we're going to do an activation with Meg on pulsing more light into ourselves and, 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 and seeding our vision and our dream from zero point. Um, before we get there, though, there's a question coming in about Metatron's Cube. Oh, and you yes, work with Metatron's yes. Cube. Love Metatron's so, Cube. And, and so how the question really is, how can we use it for the heart Taurus? Yes. So embedded in Metatron's Cube, I'll show you my little trusty training. It, when you ground onto Metatron's Cube, embedded in it is the double star tetrahedron, right? You can see the, it's called the Merkaba. Um, JJ Hertuck gave us that beautiful name um, from the keys of Enoch, but it's a double star tetrahedron or the star David, whatever, whatever way you relate to it. But when you connect and work with Metatron's cube, that starts to rise up and activate in your field. And as you can see, the heart center, the heart crystal is like the main engine of your Merkaba. And the Merkaba is the geometry that starts to rotate the Taurus, that's all one beautiful design system. And it's the key codes are in Metatron's cube to turn all that on. Now, some of the things I've learned over time is that if you are very polarized or reactionary in your heart, emotional body, that thing will not run. <laughs> that will not, it will not, it won't, it will malfunction. It, it needs us to be at zero point in the heart. It needs us to be in a non-polarized state. And we come into unity consciousness in the heart. That's where we're able. So think of it like you're you're taking two extreme pol polarized energies and you weave the infinity around it and it neutralizes the charge. They start to um, balance, integrate with each other. That's how we hold a very calm and peaceful and harmonious heart center so that the Merkaba Taurus can run. And, and that's not easy to do. You know, our, our inner little human self is quite reactionary. So this is why we go in and whenever we react, we do our work. Oh, I just reacted when someone said that or treated me that way. Okay. I must have some inner wound connected to that. You do, you do. Why are you reacting? You do, you have some trauma, some wound connected to that. You go in, you heal it, you transmute it, you resolve it, you neutralize it and you won't react anymore to that. This is how we build a neutral heart center in zero points. So the Merkaba Taurus can actually rotate and run constantly. And when that's running, think of it, it's, it's spiraling in, it creates its own ecosystem. You're in, in a way, your own field 
up away separate from the collective field. You're in your own ecosystem. You are in a continuum. You're in a continual self-sustaining life force flow. And then you are no longer dependent on anything outside yourself being somebody or a system or a job or parents or whatever. You become very independent, self-sustaining, so that you're now operating from a position of empowerment. And that's what then opens up the heart to have so much compassion for everybody else. When we're wounded and vulnerable, we're guarded and we're not open and spreading love. We're, we're holding and we're rigid and tight and defensive and wounded. So as we heal whatever's inside, the heart gets to become an environment that will run that Merkaba Taurus all the time. Beautiful. Thank you for that explanation. So um, you've also shared once the way that we neutralize those feelings. Um, and this goes to a question that I'll read, but the infinity sure. symbol, neutralizing it mm -hmm. within us is a really powerful tool. Very powerful. And I run it all the time. Yes, very. We can run it around the, um, in the uh, I'll, I'll show you how to do it in the activation. You run it around your left, right brain. We need those two brains working and communicating to each other. The matrix separated them. We want both our left and right brain, masculine and feminine brains to run as one holistic brain. So you can weave the infinity around. And this is where you're opening up to multidimensional brain centers. Run it in the heart. Keep keep that zero point right there at your heart center. You can run it. I run it um, when I'm collaborating with someone between our fields. So we're in a harmonious coherence. Um, I run, I take any kind of event or a trip. I bring it into the infinity, running it so it's in zero point. You're removing the opposition of polarized forces when you use the infinity. Yes, powerful, really good. Thank you for that. All right, I'm gonna share a question and sure. this will lead us into our activation because I think it speaks to so many of us. Oh my goodness, light workers, empaths, um, way showers. As, and this is from Meredith, hi Meredith. As our awareness increases and we work to build our light bodies as our personal work, externally amongst all of the current 3D chaos, what is a good way to be clearly guided and confident about our choices or best manifest our highest potential contribution to the ascension manifestation of the new earth or even to assist others? There seems to be many conflicting directions, yes, there information are. and influences. That has been what's literally driving myself. I mean, mental. Yeah. <laughs> where yeah. it's almost like we begin to gaslight ourselves, but where does the, and some might not know what gaslighting means, but that's like throwing doubt into what you know within yourself. Mm -hmm. And so this is the journey of going within for all the answers for the higher self-communication. You're going to teach your course on it coming yes. up here soon. I mean, this is, this is, that's the, the rules of the game, if you want to say, or the path forward is this communication of our inner wisdom. Yes. Yes. Great question. Yes. Because for the most part, I would say probably most people think they're talking to their higher self, but they're not. They're just hearing their subconscious. It's getting your entire communication channel 
cleared of density and trauma and interference, astral interference, getting this entire chakra channel opened all the way up to the higher self, which is, of course, up at the highest uh, chakra, highest dimension. And there's a lot of junk in there that we have to clear out our fear and our guilt and our shame and our grief, you know, getting this channel open is first thing. And then it's a very sophisticated, etheric neural network, like an internet. And we have to get that turned on. And that's when it's inside your channel. And it's <clears throat> as you are clearing and opening up the channel, you be, as you begin to bring more of your soul in, soul presence in, higher self in, you start to open up this etheric network from your crown up to 12th dimension, up to the 12th chakra and the higher self. It's also turning on and activating your pineal third eye uh, pathways. Those are also interfered with or blocked, have veils and uh, unconscious programming that's limiting them and all of this stuff. So turning that on, that's what this whole course is that I'm, I'm teaching is how to turn your own inner communication network on to clear out the interference and it runs on your soul light frequency. You're designed only for your own soul light communication, your own soul light frequency. Most people who are channeling or thinking they're talking to the higher self are directing out horizontally to the astral plane. There's all kinds of tricksters out there you do not want to talk to. That's why there's so much disinformation running through the Ascension community now. You want to work with your energy in a vertical etheric neural network up to your higher self. I never leave my channel ever. I don't point my antennas out to the astral plane. I always have it all locked right inside to my soul frequency. Like you're dialing onto your own radio station. Then you get very clear information, very clear guidance. It's internal. And the more that you are able to embody your soul, you start to create a relationship with your soul, like you're, you're feeling, oh my goodness, my soul's in here. Oh, what does my soul feel like? What's my vibration feel like? You begin to understand, oh, that's mine. That's my frequency. And you can determine it's not all that other stuff out there. You really get to know your own soul frequency and that's what you stay on. And also as you're embodying more of your soul presence, your soul light, it's activating your soul blueprint inside you. You're designed with your own soul light body and soul blueprint that will tell you what is your purpose. It will tell you what to focus on. It will it literally just went and guided me to new earth stuff. I don't know what the hell any of that was, but my blueprint turned on new earth girl. Okay, that's what you're doing for the next 20 plus years. It is, you cannot not do it. It takes over because it got activated inside you. So there's no doubt I'm really obsessing on crystals or I really need to move to this part. I didn't want to go to Mount Shasta, but oh, my blueprint said, yeah, you are. So you really start to listen and follow. And I tell people it's like, um, it's basically like following the breadcrumbs of your soul blueprint. Then you stay on plan. You stay on path and you are able to fulfill your destiny and you're, you're bring your soul gifts to the world as you are planned to do. So beautiful. Awesome. Really very, very good. Very inspiring. And it's the inner wisdom that we know and nobody can take that away from us. No. And so with every situation in the world, 
it comes down to fear. And now we can go into polarizing duality subjects, but we won't. We're going to keep this from a higher perspective. Mm -hmm. And I think everyone can read into it, what we're talking about. Anything that brings fear, any conversation, any conspiracy theory, mm -hmm. anything that brings fear that makes us contract, yeah. whether whatever, that is something or judge. to judge or you know, judge, judge right? or separate. Like I'm, I'm spiritual superiority is everywhere. I am more aware. I'm more awake. I'm more advanced that forget it. That's all still ego. Okay. And so um, the new way of, you know, I, I really look at business and I know personally in what we do here at new earth one network and quantum conversations was always from a higher perspective of being in the heart and letting that motivate us. And, you know, we teach, we teach, we work with people on cultivating their passion matrix, where, what are we doing with our heart work, our soul mm -hmm. to let it express without that old paradigm of doing it for the money. So now as we oh, build okay. new earth and situations, we're doing it from that open heart uh, in service vision and the currency, the revenue, let's call it, that comes from that, that supports us is a byproduct of the service. So what we're doing is shifting from, I mean, this is what's happening all around the, the board, if when we create from the heart, we're not doing it for the money anymore and we are mm -hmm. supported. So do you, before we go into our activation, yes, because I know people are going to want that activation for their new earth vision. Yeah. Yes. Do you have anything else to, to add about that shifting perspective? Yes. Yeah, so we're, we're leaving behind the hierarchy, capitalistic program or system of how, you know, one hard work, you know, you have to work hard to, to earn an income because that's all coming from a constricted uh, system where you have to use that masculine energy and go and push out into the world to try to make something happen. And we're shifting from that to going, because when you're obsessing on money, you're still coming from a place of lack. You're not feeling or experiencing the abundance of the universe. So we shift from that hierarchical system pushing to make money, you move into the circular feminine receptivity. And if you're opening up your channel, you're opening a direct pathway up to the abundant universe. So we're talking about the Taurus bringing this continuum of flow coming in. So I regularly, at least once a week, I'm probably more, I'm always flowing in that abundance. I'm always a receptor of universal abundance. And then I go do what I love to do. I'm not trying to, one, I'm not trying to make millions off the light workers and starseeds. Okay, that is not why I'm here. Anyone who's doing that, shame on you. We are here to create this new earth. We are here to shift the consciousness on this planet. We're here to ascend and descend the soul inside us. So then when you make that your priority, I found when I was, and it took me a lot, a little while, I had to work through my ego resistance, but when I could hundred percent commit to living my soul blueprint, living my purpose, showing up, 
the universe showed up. It was amazing. Yes. And it's mm-hmm. been that way ever since. And so my job really is to get out of my own way and be an open receiver for that to flow in. It's so many ways because we're so polarized. The universe is trying to send you support, send you abundance, but you're so polarized and constricted and fear. It, it, we can't receive it in. I wasn't either. And so the more that I was able to heal the heart, open the heart, fill with soul love in the heart, because your heart is the biggest receptor in your field. The heart is connected to the amount of abundance you can receive. The other thing too, because I've been doing like one-on-one client sessions for 25 years and I charge a fee. So what I do is uh, I intuit in what's a good fair exchange rate for all the energy I am going to put into that session. So when you move away from hierarchy, you move into circular, you become very aware of exchanging energy where it's balanced. Yes, balanced. I love it. Yes, and so when we work with others and collaborate with others, it's no longer, you know, in in what we do here, it's people show up. They do what they love, they show up and they do the best job that they can. And if it, it, sometimes if it doesn't feel balanced, I know sometimes as businesses grow, things grow. It's like, like, ah, I'm going kind of wild here. It's not balanced. Well, we yeah. talk about it and we get it balanced, but that is the new way. Beautiful, yeah. really beautiful. So let's go ahead and open up our channel because you said the words ascend and descend it's really is. into the body. We're yeah. reaching up, but then we're, we're still, we're not leaving the body. We're bringing it back down. And we're manifesting. Yeah. All right. We didn't need here to just ascend and leave the planet. <laughs> most, most, if not all, light worker star seeds have already gone through a, some ascension process from their star system. So we didn't come here to go do it again and leave. That's not why we're here. We're the ground troops. We're here to transform this earth plane. That's why we're here. So when we ascend, descend, we then have all the power turned on. We have all our soul gifts turned on. They're all active. You are now ready to rock and roll and you can go and influence the earth plane. That's why we're here. So it's, that's the kind of the prep work, ascending, descending. So then you really are now doing what you're here to do. Just ascending is not why we're here. (laughs) That seems to be another confusion out there. And maybe that's the stage that they're in going, okay, I just needed to ascend, but they don't realize there's a whole bunch of other stuff after there that you're going to do next. All right. So descend it back in and then turn it on, activate yourself. And then you become an alchemist in this collective field. You are literally night and day, even in your dream state, you are transforming the world consciousness. You're transforming and you're lighting up this newer timeline so that everybody can join us here. That's the goal like this. And, and as you mentioned too, um, Loren, it is a choice. A lot of will, a lot will decide they still want to stay in that old hierarchy system. Those who aren't being fed in it, they aren't being nurtured in it. They don't feel safe in it. Let's invite them to join us here in the new earth timeline. It's not where we're going to have like two planets pull apart. They are literally parallel like two world realities and we can bridge over. We can go wherever we want in either of those two world realities. 
But I think side as side. more <laughs> right side by side, I think more as more of us come in though to the new earth one, that old one is going to lose power. It's going to lose steam. It's just going to keep crumbling and breaking down, which we're seeing already signs of it. It is already starting to to break down. It, yes. It's not survivable. So mm -hmm. our, we want to get ours lit up and active and full of beautiful, loving people. So that's what just spreads around the world. Right on. Okay. Let's <laughs> right. go ahead and get lit up. Very cool. Okay. All right. So for those who are near to, uh, new to this uh, modality, this is Metatron's modality. It's called quantum access. And so, as I mentioned, we're going to start with getting Metatron's cube uh, embedded in our grounding. So we'll start there first. Okay. So we've been talking. So let's just take a couple deep breaths. Let's come down into our feeling body, into the heart, into the breath. Just feeling into your core center. Yeah, just dropping down from the mind. And then we're going to extend our energy down the leg channels to the feet chakras. And imagine that you're standing on a crystal base. This is your grounding base. And it's now connecting to the crystalline global grid of our newer timeline. And you might even feel it kind of uh, magnetically seal, locking you into that grounding base. There we go, locking in. Okay, and then now let's connect to our spirit team. So just from the heart, we're connecting to Mother, Father, God. Connect to your master soul presence and your soul family, your soul group. Wherever star system you are from, originally from we also all have our own spirit team so connecting to your own private spirit team of angels and spirit guides master teachers shamans the elders your protectors just have them circle around you as we do the activation we're also working with gaia and the earth plane working with the nature spirits, nothing can materialize in this world without nature. It's connecting into the devas and the fairies, connecting into the elementals of air, fire, water, earth, and ether. So we can do the alchemy with Archangel Metatron. He's stepping in and embedding the sacred geometry of Metatron's cube under your feet in your crystal base to get right into the center circle of Metatron's cube surrounded by 12 circles. Those start to rise up as pillars of light around the body and the aura. And they're humming, they're toning with the 12 harmonic fee tones that we hear as ohm, allowing those pillars of light to vibrate into you with ohm. And then they begin to rotate and they're going to rotate right to left. So if you're looking from your head down to your feet, it's going anti-clockwise right to left, starting to spiral the 12 pillars of light and they're going faster and faster and they begin to blend and become a vortex of light around your body aura. It's called the quantum vortex. So it's spinning up faster and faster. It's starting to open and expand the field up and out into the higher dimensions. Just allow it to open. You can reuse your breath. We're starting to move the energies. And as it's expanding, it's going even faster towards the speed of light and it's starting to collapse the barrier, the, the, the veils, the time barriers and just allow them to drop out, opening you all the way out to the quantum level. Ooh, 
There we go. Let that ripple through your field. And that opens us up to access both the physical particle field and the virtual spiritual field. So with that access, now we're going to come inside and work with our own energy body. Tune inward into your chakra column, runs right up the center of your body. And from Metatron's cube, we're going to bring up what's called the resurrection spiral. Again, anti-clockwise, let it spiral all the way up to your root chakra and the pelvic floor. And now let's ascend it, spiraling up, opening your channel, clearing out density and trauma, memory, emotions, spiraling, spiraling, spiraling up your channel, opening your channel all the way up to the top, to your higher self at the top. Ooh. There you go. And as we get up into these higher dimensions, higher realms, your higher self is at the top 12th chakra. And our, our soul is made of light and sound. So connecting to your higher self, I always do like a heart to heart bond with my soul, essence, soul presence, higher self. Oh. I'm starting to attune to your soul energy, your own signature light and your sound waves, your tones, your frequencies. There we go. Now we're going to reverse and come back down. So this is the descension step. So vortex is still a bit spinning anti-clockwise, but now it's bringing a big wave of your soul light and your soul frequencies down the channel, through the crown, filling into all your physical chakras. Ooh, just breathe in, pull in, spin in. All the way in, filling in, all the way down to the lower chakras, root pelvic floor, dropping in. There you go. You might even feel your energy drop in. That's more of your soul dropping in. Ooh. You're very grounded with your feet, so you can take it in. Now let's go to that heart crystal, that heart chakra, heart crystal. This is the center of your Merkaba Taurus. And so let's bring in a lot more of your soul light, your soul frequencies, just flooding your heart crystal. Crystal amplifies the frequencies amplifies light current. Ooh, there you go. Filling the heart crystal with more soul light, soul vibration, soul presence, soul essence. And it begins to radiate. It begins to create like a starburst of light rays at your heart crystal. And that's your soul radiation, right? Super radiance. Ooh. Ooh, this is what feeds your Merkaba Taurus. Beautiful. And then let's do the infinities because we want to establish zero point so the Merkaba Taurus can rotate. So let's run the first infinity left, right, horizontally at the heart. Second infinity around the left, right brain hemispheres. So physical emotional, mental, we're running the infinities. And as they loop back and forth, they're starting to, what do, what do infinities do? They balance and unify energy. So they're starting to balance masculine and feminine, positive, negative, human and soul, right? Starting to integrate those energies, pulling them into the center of the infinities to unify in oneness, so let's attune to the center of the infinities in the heart and the mind. 
you notice there's no movement there. It's perfect stillness. Oh, just breathe into that stillness and the body and the heart and the mind. There we go. It's called zero point and it's starting to spread through your body. So it's beginning to ripple out. There you go. Just let that ooh, flow everywhere. Bringing your body, your heart, your mind into perfect stillness in the now. And all the bio systems start to go into coherence. The mind and the heart start to link up into coherence. Ooh, there you go. Ooh. Everything gets calm, still, and coherent. And it naturally begins to repel out any non-coherence. And so this will do will be our first clearing. So we're using the vortex spin, breathing crystal diamond light from source. This is the source light coming down your channel. Crystal diamond light. Imagine you're like under a shower, but let it wash through you. It's purification light. We ask it to lift up and out any non-coherence, any discordant energy, any polarized charge, any anxiety or stress. And there we go. <sighs> Starting to lift up and out of the physical body, emotional body, mental body. Woo, into the vortex spin. <sighs> we spin it directly back to source light, to transmute to light. There goes the first release. <sighs> Just exhale it out, release it out. There goes another release, exhale it out, back into source light. And we're then back to our calm zero point, that stillness in the now. Let's breathe in a little more of our soul love, our soul light, our soul is fearless. Bring more of your beautiful soul light to fill into your heart center, filling with more compassion, more love, more joy. There you go, big, strong wave coming into the heart of your soul essence, soul love, soul joy. And it's helping transmute if there's emotional pain, or sadness or grief in the heart. Just allow that to move into the light, dissolving, transmuting, Ooh, being replaced with more of your soul love, soul compassion, soul joy. Ooh, that's a good, that was a good uptick. Ooh, we're starting to raise our vibration up higher. So we transmute the pain, the suffering, the shadow, our vibration can go higher and higher. We're starting to attune inside to our beloved soul essence, which turns on more of our soul blueprint in our light body. And allow that to ripple up and down your light body, turning on more of your soul blueprint, your soul code, your soul operating system. Ooh, there it goes, rippling up and down, turning it on, lighting up more of your soul crystal seeds. Soul blueprint, soul light body. You have all that you need designed and coded within you before you even incarnated. And it operates on your own soul light, your own soul frequencies. Ooh, there goes more turning on inside. Ooh. And as we build 
more soul presence, so essence in the heart. Imagine moving more of your soul light consciousness into your third eye, into your psychic mind. So let's clear any veils or distortion filters off your third eye lens. It's like your window to the universe. So commanding out, flushing out, spinning out any distortions, discordant energies, any distorted filters, any blinders, blockages, barriers. Ooh, there you go, off the third eye lens. Ooh, spinning it back to source light, transmute to light. Ooh, that's a good release. Imagine you're bringing in more of your soul light into your third eye, your window to the universe. You can start to see through the eyes of the soul and vibrate in the heart of the soul. And this starts to pierce the field and open up so we can connect to the newer timeline. It's like, it's like the fog disappears and we see this brilliant pathway of light, this new earth timeline. And we start to step onto this new earth timeline and lock your feet onto your grounding base, onto Metatron's cube, onto the new earth timeline, making it your home foundation. Ooh, there you go. People are starting to connect to it. This is your pathway home to your original star system. This is your new earth foundation under your feet. It's very stable. It's very safe, secure. It's not polarized like the old one. It's very calm. No good, more of you are grounding into it now. It's very harmonious and loving. It's in unity consciousness. Now imagine your feet magnets, your, your cords of light out of your feet chakras. You're rooting into your new earth timeline foundation. You're rooting into the ley lines, so the crystalline grid of the new earth timeline, making it your home base. And you might be releasing from the older timeline. So we'll do another flush, okay? Crystal diamond light, washing through, purifying, cleaning out any old energies that are getting pushed up to the surface to release. We bless them. We give them all the light and love and release them back into source light for transmutation. Ooh, so we're releasing right now. You might feel it come off the back of your body. That's the past. You're letting go of your earthly history in the old system. Letting go of the memory, the trauma, the pain and suffering. There's another release into source light. It's like you're lightening your load. Going into higher octaves, higher frequencies. Oh, there goes. That was a good clearing. Good release. We just bless it. Thank it. Let it return to source. Complete. Fulfilled. We're in a new timeline now. We're in a new direction. We're in a new path. And we are ascending and descending into becoming divine humans. And we're activating our soul blueprint so we can activate our soul gifts and be of service and support the planetary ascension. And we set this into motion now. So it is. We let that ripple out to the universe and return back to us. 
fulfilled from the future into the now. We ground this in, spin this in, merge this in, blend this in, integrate it within every fiber of our being. Becoming earthbound, real, tangible, activated. And there we go, locking in at the feet, taking hold. And that completes our activation for today. And so it is. So it is. <sighs> we feel sparkly and fresh. I actually feel a little tired there now, but at incredible peace, in incredible peace. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much oh, for this. You're so welcome. Some of that fatigue could be the heaviness that's releasing right now from the old timeline. I felt that old timeline on, I mean, when you mentioned the back, it was like, wow. Yes. Like concrete dropping off back there. Yes, um, and a little tingly when that happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, this is, we are heart-centered here. We are, our channel is open. We are more connected with our soul. And I wanted to share as well, when we receive the information and we can feel into our heart and feel that that's heart-centered information, mm -hmm. heart-centered ideas. For example, in my life, there's an idea that I'm working on and my ego comes and trounces on it and, mm -hmm. and smashes muddy boots all over it. But mm -hmm. my heart keeps showing me that it is viable and to hold the ground on it and to continue on it. And that's really our mission here too, is not to let the ego, would you say that the ego was then <clears throat> of that old paradigm? I mean, it yes. has to be a new earth ego. New yes, earth ego. Because it's been it's been programmed to the old system. So yeah, it's it's and it will resist us moving further and further into this uh ascension descension. One of the 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 greatest uh gifts that Metatron offered me because I when I first started out doing this work the ego was would just I would, I'd finish with a session or a class and it would just shred it right and and so Metatron said take the energy of whatever is your project or your work or whatever is you know precious to you like a gem like a big diamond or an emerald or pull it into your heart center and keep it in there so the ego cannot get to it and shred it and boy, did that help. Yeah, that ego will shred it. And if we're not um, aware that that's going on, it's so easy to throw our hands up and say, yes. all right, let someone else do it. That's someone else's idea. Other people are better at it. But yeah. then when we keep seeing the signs, that's indication as well. Go for it. Keep going for it. And that's how our new earth changes. New earth mm -hmm. solutions come about. Mm -hmm. And the action that we take. So beautiful. Yeah, it we have to put it in action. And then as you're, you know, as you're cleaning out the, the third eye, opening up more of the right brain, which is our psychic holographic brain, then you have a whole new orientation, a whole new, you see everything through a new lens, a new perspective. And so it's not so much distorted by the old system or the egoic perspective anymore. And that allows you then to really stay on path. Like you really do not get distracted anymore. You lock in to that new soul perspective and follow that path. Do not get distracted, lock into it. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. We'll get better and better at it and stronger mm -hmm. and stronger at it. Mm 
<laughs> All right. Well, I want to mention on this, in the chat box and on this webpage is a link to Meg's upcoming course, Higher Self Communication. So check that out and see if that resonates with your heart. It really is a powerful tool. And we, yeah. we, we practiced a little bit of it in this activation. Mm -hmm. Do you, we've got a couple hands raised, but do you want to share more on that course coming up? Well, it's, uh, you're getting um, the uh, Communicate with Higher Self package and the Quantum Vortex package. So I'm teaching you this technique so then you can apply it to your ascension and also to getting this uh, etheric network internet in a way opened up to your higher self. And we're creating in a way an uplink downlink uh, communication flow constantly. Uh, I am constantly talking to my higher self and, and, and I, even my support team, they have to come through my higher self. Nobody gets in through that's your, that's your gatekeeper. That's your guardian keeps your channel clean and pure. And so, uh, the course offers, um, pretty extensive ebook training. There's workbooks with protocols that you can then start to apply. There's a hour and a half for each of those two courses, video training and an audio download to do the activations no matter when you want. And then I'm doing a live webinar next week on uh, from today, uh, Wednesday the 8th, December 8th, I'm doing a live webinar with some review of the training of the Communicate Higher Self training and taking all your questions, and then we'll work together through those protocols and do them live together. So you get a lot of practice, a lot of experience. Yes, so beautiful. Thank you. What a great guide you are for oh, you. so many light workers, and we are here to assist others as well as we do it within our lives. Okay, and of course, we also have a global activation with Meg coming up. There's a couple. And uh, we, here we have Busy. the eclipse. Oh my gosh. Busy Tell us December. about the eclipse. Yes. So on Saturday is the solar eclipse. So we had the first eclipse on November 19th. That was a lunar eclipse. It was also during the Pleiadian lineup. That thing was strong. And now the second one is coming Saturday. Solar eclipse in Sagittarius. It's the final eclipse in Sagittarius, Gemini, nodal axis that began in the pandemic. So think of it like a culmination of all that just kind of, you know, got released into the field with the pandemic. And so it, it's an interesting south node eclipse. So it's about karmic lessons and completion and starting a whole new phase. Next year is a new cycle in, um, Tor where are we going? Taurus and Scorpio, I believe. So it's a, a whole new eclipse se series starting. Um, uh, on the 19th, that was the first one in Taurus. Um, also, we're completing this five year, which in numerology, five is about rapid change. Okay, so this year has been all about massive change. And we, so December 4th, we'll be working on those energies in the eclipse portal, eclipse gateway. On 1212, we have the powerful Metatronian. Uh, it's a more of an esoteric gateway aligned with the 12 dimensions and the activation, more of the activation of the 12 strand DNA. And it starts a, a gateway window from 1212 to the solstice on 1221. Very powerful 10 days where our planet is lining up with 
26, 27 degrees Sagittarius, which is where our galactic center is. So it is a zero point galactic center, 10 day window, powerful time to set your visions and intentions for 2022. And then of course we finish with the solstice on the 21st. And then on the 24th, Christmas Eve is the final exact Saturn Uranus square that's been hitting us all year. And it's all about Saturn is the old systems, you know, the old foundations, the old institutions and Uranus is coming in and slamming into it. It's revolutionary. It's expansions. This is again, the astrology has been supporting the bifurcation of these two timelines all year. And we get the big finale there in a sense on Christmas Eve. And we have another round of it next year, but it won't be 100% to the degree exact. We'll get a couple of degrees off, but we'll still have some of it running next year. But woo, the next, you know, December is crazy. What a beautiful way to end this year and to go into that powerful year of creation of the two. Yes. Zero, two, two. Wow. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Awesome. Okay. We've got time, a quick moment here for a caller. So we're going to go and I am going to call on Merlin. Merlin, hello. You can unmute yourself. Hi, beautifuls. Hi, beautiful. Hi. This is, this is actually Caroline. Yeah, I forget that I put my horse's name in there sometimes. <laughs> Hi, Caroline. <laughs> my question is the one that was in uh, the chat. Thank you for this opportunity. Just uh, I, I agree with okay. everything and I'm on track. And um, I, I'd like you to speak, Meg, if you would please, about the difference in manifesting something that we want specific, like money to buy a farm versus what flows so beautifully and naturally like soul purpose what's the difference in manifesting and flaw following the flow well once you get fully into the newer timeline in unity consciousness if it's not in your blueprint you're not going to get a lot of success with it yeah. mm -hmm. so first make sure it's part of your plan and part of your soul purpose and then it will be supported by the Mercabatoris flowing in and feeding it, nourishing it and manifesting it, magnetizing it. If you're trying to, if you want something that's typically coming from the human ego and it isn't gonna be as supported in the newer timeline. So it's really in a way you wanna get the, the blueprint, the purpose and the want all lined up and then things start popping in very quickly. Very well. Thank you. Thank you. So would Caroline ask her higher self if that yes. is in the blueprint? Yes. And you then you have to feel and see if you're getting the, re the response inside from the blueprint that it's very energized. It's very heightened and energized and powered up that then so your own light body is telling you, yes, that's coded in, that's being supported. Um, because it's in unity consciousness. So if it, you're trying to bring do something that's not in unity consciousness, not supported, it's you're working outside that system in a way, and it won't get it won't get the energy it needs. 
And then are we speaking as well, of course, divine timing as well, right? Yes. Because I know that the, the, this farm that that I'm, it's not wanting in my head, but longing from my heart and the horses and doing the work with them and so forth. It, it's been here for a really long time. And so it's got to be divine timing as well then. It is divine timing. And because everything's in flux, keep checking on it because certain things that have were really charged five years ago may dissipate. They may just be done. Mm -hmm. You may have brought the energy in without it physicalizing. Mm, okay. So keep checking in, make sure it still maintains that uh, light body reaction, light, light body response. I've, I've had stuff, but it felt so strong. I could see it. It was coming as right on my pathway. It's coming in. And I, I was very present with it. And I, and I embodied it and then poof, it was done. It didn't need to physicalize. So it's mm. just, it's, it's a different way of living for sure. So it's just keep tuning into it and seeing how it's unfolding. Okay. So is there a different way then to ask if this is within my vortex, if, if I've actually already actualized it? You can, can, yes. So when you're working with your higher self, keep mm. asking, is this fulfilled or mm. is there, is it still going to be bringing it? Am I still bringing it into the earth plane or has it fulfilled itself? Mm. Okay. Okay. I will. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you're you. welcome. Yes. <laughs> thank you, Loren. Thank you, Caroline. And, you know, I always love journaling with my higher self. Yes. Dating it, put the date, the physical date. And then when you go back and read it, when I go back and read those notes, I know that that's higher, a higher perspective than my earthly human. That's a I did that too. And I was first opening up my channel is a great way to practice opening up your channel is automatic writing. It's excellent. Okay, everyone. Um, one more question. We're going to go to Destine. And Destine, you can unmute yourself and ask a question. Hey, ladies. So Hi. nice to be here. It's an honor to speak with you, Meg. Hi, Justine. Hi. Um, I so understand what you're saying because I have been working with, or actually, I'm dealing with an aspect of me that keeps trying to drag me down the same old road. Mm. Actually, today, it's interesting, um, I felt like I was being puppeted. So there's wow. an, an ego aspect of me that is actually allowing a being or something from the past to literally puppet string me. And I guess my question is, um, is there some, what do I need to heal in order to get, I know that in the past I had issues with enslavement and stuff. Is that the same energy that's, that I'm working through right now? What I would do is, Tune into where you're sensing and feeling it is coming through a past timeline. So this yeah. is in your incarnational wheel, your karmic wheel. We can't, we are, our incarnational history is in our Akash. It's in our Akashic, it's in our morphic field. It's in, it's in our field. It's in our Akash. So what I do is when I sense there's something hanging in or it's actually accessing me through a timeline in the incarnational wow. wheel, I focus into that timeline. Um, you can use the quantum vortex to spiral. It, it Quantum vortex works like a time machine. It, it can help you drop into that timeline in your incarnational wheel and I drop in and I just start observing it and you can ask 
how is this thing accessing me still? What door do I need to close or what, what karma do I need to resolve or, you know, whatever is the, the steps to take to culminate that, finish it up, close it up, remove any portals, doorways, access points from that incarnation. I find that once we're able to resolve the timeline, the past incarnation, it just goes poof, it loses its energy and it releases out of the wheel. That's why we want to remove all these timelines that hold us in the earth plane in the old system. So the wheel seals and releases. So just re resolving it does feel like it is a past life that you were dominated like a puppet. You were controlled. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so you're going to go in there with the intention that I'm going to now cancel, revoke whatever's running here so that I can now uh, reclaim any lost power from that time. There might be a soul contract you have to tear up with that being and <coughs> resolve it and clean it out. Oh, thank you for that. That's a lot. That's good stuff right there. Yeah, it is. Thank yes. you so much. Wow. You're welcome. Ooh, very good. Thank good. you so much. You got thank it. You, <laughs> thank you, Loren. Thank you, Destine. It gives me hope. Woo. Yes. Yes. <sighs> yes. Hope, everyone. Hope. All can be resolved. Yes. Yes. We, you know what? Some of us laughed on the other side when we raised our hand to incarnate <laughs> we laughed at how easy and simple it would be actually how simple it is to show love right we we literally laughed in the face of it <laughs> just remember that good all right thank you destine thank you <laughs> and thank you everyone for being here oh my goodness i truly hope that you are inspired we can do this we've got this and it's happening. Cultivate mm -hmm. your light. Cultivate. It's already light. accomplished in the future. We just enjoy the ride, folks. <laughs> enjoy the ride. That. Cheers to that. And listen to your higher self. Communicate with your mm -hmm. higher self. You will Cheers. know that wisdom within you. You will know it. And can you imagine our world? I can. And we, we're so close to it. All we right. are. Meg, thank you. As we say Hello. goodbye, any last words? Oh my goodness. Well, I, since we're going into a, a really PowerPoint here at the end of the year, I just encourage everyone to imagine all that you can be. Imagine living fully as the embodied soul. Imagine living from that joy in every moment because it is getting seeded. It is taking a root. It's happening. So no limits. Go for it. Sky's the limits. <laughs> sky's the limits thank you and thank you for being the troopers on the ground people yes <laughs> thank you so much meg oh thank my you, pleasure always a joy to be here with you loren thank you thank you all right everyone thank you and again if you would like meg benedicte's course or her global activation check out the link right here on this web page thank you everyone so much for being here namaste bye Thank you for listening to this quantum conversation and thank you for dancing with us to the cosmic heart. As we raise our own vibration, we raise the vibration of the planet. This show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love. 
access all quantum conversations, special offers from our guests, and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste.